0: Hello, today is day 11 of the Daily New Testament, third quarter, and we are going over 1 Corinthians uh, 11. All right. So, follow my example as I follow the example of Christ. I praise you for remembering me in everything and for holding to teachings just as I pass them on to you. Now, I want you to realize that the head of every man is Christ, and the head of every woman is the man, and the head of Christ is God. Every man who prays or prophesies with his head covered dishonors his head, and every woman who prays or prophesies with her head uncovered dishonors her head. It is just as though her head were shaved. If a woman does not cover her head, she should have her hair cut off. And if it is disgrace for a woman to have her hair cut off, she should cover her head. A man ought not to cover his head, since he is the image and the glory of God. But the woman is the glory of man. For man did not come from woman, but woman from man. Neither was man created for woman, but woman for man. For this reason, and because of the angels, the woman... Um... Sorry. For this reason, and because of the angels, the woman ought to have a sign of authority on her head. And the Lord, how, however, woman is not independent of man, nor man independent of woman. For a woman came from the man, so also man is born of woman, but everything comes from God. Judge for yourselves it is is it proper for a woman to pray to God with her head uncovered? Does not the very nature of things teach you that if a man has long hair, it is a disgrace to him, but that if a man has long but if a woman has long hair, it is her glory for long hair is given to her as a covering. If anyone wants to be contentious about this, we have no other practice, nor do the churches of God. In the following directives, I have no praise for you, for your meetings do more harm than good. In the first place, I hear that when you come together as the church, there are divisions among you, and to some extent, I believe it, no doubt. There have to be differences among you to show which of you have God's approval. When you come together, it is not the Lord's Supper you eat. For as you eat, each of you goes ahead without waiting for anybody else. One remains hungry, another gets drunk. Do you have homes to eat and drink in? Or do you not despise the church of God and humiliate those who have nothing? What shall I say to you? Shall I praise you for this? Certainly not. For I received from the Lord what I also passed on to you, the Lord Jesus. On the night he betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is a new covenant, and my blood, uh, do this. Whenever you drink it in remembrance of me, for whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until He comes. Therefore, whoever eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner is guilty of sinning against the body and the blood of the Lord. A man ought to examine himself before he eats and drinks of the cup. For anyone who eats or drinks of the cup without recognizing the body of the Lord eats and drinks judgment on himself. That is why many among you are weak and sick, and a number of you have fallen asleep. But if we judge ourselves, we would not come under judgment. When we are judged by the Lord, we are being disciplined, so that we will not be condemned with the world. So then, my brothers, when you come together to eat, wait for each other. If anyone is hungry, he should eat at home, so that when you meet together, it is not in result of judgment. And when I come, I will give you further instructions. <sighs> um, Father, I'm not going to pretend that I understood all of it, Um, but I pray and ask Holy Spirit that you give each of us wisdom to speak to us what it is you are wanting us to get out of this, this scripture. Um, I know for some, uh, I mean, the beginning part of being a guy Uh, could be guilty of um, you know, taking pride and lording it over uh, women and then it could go the other way as well where uh, um, dishonoring or offense could be taken from you know, man versus woman standpoint and Clearly, there are reasons for all of that because we're human, and, you know, us humans, we mess things up. But when you are in the middle of a situation, it is all restored and good and is perfect. So I ask that as we read these scriptures or as we are relating to our spouses, whether, you know, uh, it being me, the husband or uh, whoever is listening, if it's, you know, if they're the wife and um, that we each understand what it is you're trying to say to us in our roles here and to honor and respect it and to receive your teaching with grace and peace and that we be able to Fill that in the correct manner or party to the other, and uh, I know there's probably deeper levels here, because um, I know at least our culture today here in America we don't really do the whole head covering thing, and there's lots of guys with long hair and lots of girls with short hair, and there's people that are bald on both sides, and there's people who cover their heads or don't cover their heads and uh, of all of that, I would say there's people who follow you and love you um, in all of those situations so I'm sure there's a deeper spiritual level there um, that has to that has to deal with how we approach you and how how we approach you privately and also how we approach you in society. And, um, you know, kind of going back to Proverbs 3 where it talks about uh, in all your ways acknowledge the Lord and He will make your path straight. Is, I believe that would take care of this area. If Whenever we are coming before you privately or coming before you Um, in a public setting, if we are acknowledging you, if we are seeking your face and your ways, um, we won't, we won't be disgracing our, ourselves or we won't be disgracing our spouse or disgracing Jesus, um, or the church or you, you know, we will be honoring you because we did what your word said and coming before you. And then, uh, how it talks here about the Lord's Supper. Um, uh, It's hard. Uh, A lot of this was written where a lot of people were coming together in smaller home churches, which is great. And um, I would love for a lot of us to kind of do that now, whether in small groups or uh, having home churches Mm -hmm. ourselves. But it talks about how we would, uh, as a church, come come together in an unworthy manner. So I ask Father that you help show us where we're coming before you. You know, um, in an unworthy manner as a church, and help us to uh, seek you, Holy Spirit, to to purge out our inmost being to show where we're. We're not honoring you. We're not waiting for our fellow believers where we're putting our needs above others. We're not respecting your, your gift and your sacrifice that you gave us of of the communion of the cup and blood and because of that reaping judgment on ourselves. Um, help us to continually seek to daily confess our sins to you, and daily seek you, uh, and, and allow the Holy Spirit to to search our hearts and to show us where we're not honoring you, Lord, and so that um, when we do come before you, whether in private or as you know as a group in the church, and we do partake in communion, that we're not reaping on this judgment on ourselves, um, but that we are taking it in a manner that you directed, which, uh, you know, is bringing life to us, not, not death and judgment. And let us remember, instead of us trying to go out and fix the world and to correct others and so judge others, that you rather us judge ourselves and uh, you always start with the church with with cleaning it up so as we judge ourselves as we clean ourselves up and make ourselves that beautiful and uh, ready bride um, for, you, for you coming back um, your righteousness will be seen through us your love will be seen through us uh our unity our love for one another they the world will know that we are your your children and and turn the ones that are going to accept you will see that they'll see who you truly are and they'll have a chance you know to to turn towards you so help us to remember that there's much more to every action we do um <laughs> I mean, putting on a ball cap or not, it, or drinking something or eating something. There, there's d- deeper meanings to everything, and it, a lot has to do with our heart. And the, the, you know, the chapters before have dealt with our heart and help us to, um, and in this as well. Help us to deal with our hearts so that our outside actions will reflect what our heart is, which hopefully, as we are bringing it to you, it's being cleansed and renewed in you, Jesus, so that our heart reflects you instead of our our selfish uh, qualities. Um, that was a lot of rambling, but uh, hopefully, Father... You'll speak to everybody through this in different ways, and I thank you for that. Um, and I thank you for your precious blood, Jesus, and your bread that you broke for us. And um, that you you made us for each other. You gave us uh, um, relationships and the ability to be in them. And... The opportunity to show your love through them, and I, I, I thank you for that, and I ask that you help us to, to honor you with that. And I ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a great day.